This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It's Jake, and today's episode is featuring the Olympic venue at Lake Lanier. Some of us have historically called it the rowing center, but it is far more than just a rowing center. There are community events every month at this location. We are host to national and international competitions for uh, water sports. This summer, some of you know, a lot of you don't know, the U.S. Olympic team was having their selections for kayaking right here in Gainesville because of this venue. So there are international races. There's uh, collegiate races where teams come from all over the country here to Gainesville to be uh, on this uh, lake, Lake Lanier, and specifically to be at this venue. So it is a, a huge factor in the local economy, but also just attracting a lot of of international interest and engagement and traffic and tourism to our North Georgia area. So I hope you get enlightened a little bit from it and you'll get out to some of the uh, events that we're going to share with you on the podcast that are open to the public, a lot of which by and large are free. And if you've not experienced some of these things, it's just a great experience to come out with the family. It is a great opportunity to create some new memories, get some exposure to some new things. And regardless of what your age is, there's a place if you wanted to get involved in any of these water sports that are host to the Olympic Center, there's plenty of opportunities to do that. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, North Georgia Life Podcast. Uh, find us on Instagram, same handle, and then email us if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes. It's North Georgia Life Podcast at gmail.com. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It is Jake, and I've got an episode today that is very near and dear to my heart. We are at the Lake Lanier Olympic venue, which is actually the first place that I think I set foot in North Georgia. Some of you know that I was a rower for four years in high school, rode for a couple years at Clemson, and this was the site of one of the first college races that I remember coming to. One of the reasons, we did a lot of college races, obviously, but one of the reasons I specifically remember this was because it is a just absolutely perfect location for a rowing event, and I remember because we had to sleep on the gym floors at Bernal, which were very hard, and it was not a good night's sleep, but we are here with Robin Lynch, who is the director of tourism now for the city of Gainesville. She was just the executive director for the Lake Lanier Olympic Park, which uh, has taken on uh, new legs, which we'll talk about some of that. And for a lot of us in the area, the venue here, a lot of us associate with just being a rowing center, which it is far more than that. And we're going to get into some of that today. But one of the things that a lot of us don't think about is how much tourism, which is is why Robin's been promoted, but how much tourism dollars this venue brings into the North Georgia area, specifically Gainesville Hall County. Uh, You have people literally from all over the country and all over the world that come year after year, season after season for events because you know, for those of us who are in this area, we drive by this and we know of the location and we really don't understand how special it is and how rare it is. Uh, but there are people that literally come from all over the world to little old Gainesville 
for for this venue and that's you know all of these people are shopping at places eating at places sleeping at places so uh, there is a lot of of greater uh, economic benefit that this place brings to the community into the north georgia region and so we're going to talk a little bit about that today uh, robin i know you're extremely busy as we were just talking about you've got a lot going on so thanks for your time here thank you for having me glad to have you out here again so Robin was uh, Robin and I talked back in the summer and had some audio problems, so we're we're meeting again uh, to do a second episode, which I'm kind of excited about because there's some new developments that we can talk about that we're not uh, talking points at that point in the conversation. But for those of you who maybe think we're we're overinflating the venue here, I want to go through just a little bit of the history that I pulled for for those of you who just maybe don't know how special this place is. So. We obviously, this is the, the location for the 96 Centennial Olympic Games, which was a big deal in and of itself. We had a lot of exposure, a lot of traffic because of that specific event. But after that, 97, the National Canoe and Kayak Championships. 2003, the Senior World Canoe Kayak Championships. 2010, the National Rowing Championships. 2011, the National Canoe Kayak Rowing Championships, as well as 2014. 2015 National Rowing Championship, 2016 Pan American Championship, 2018 the ICF Dragon Boat World Championship. You've also had in 2016, 2017, the U.S. and Canadian team trials here. In the summer when we were here, the uh, U.S. national kayaking team was here making their, basically their, their testing ground for selecting the Olympic team for the upcoming Summer Olympics. So all of that taking place while a lot of us are driving back and forth on Clark's Bridge and <laughs> don't have a whole lot about it, but there's a lot of community uh, involvement and events here as well. So by that as a means of introduction, we'll, we'll start with Robin, just you yourself, share a little bit about where you came from, how you got to Gainesville, uh, how you've kind of found yourself now in the, this new position of Director of Tourism for the City of Gainesville. Well, I am originally from Savannah, Georgia, and um, I came here. My husband was transferred here with his job, and so we came to Gainesville. I had never been here before, and I fell in love with this community right away. I worked at the Chamber of Commerce for several years and then branched out on my own and did some fundraising and event planning, and then I came to the Olympic Park in 2017. Um, I have loved my time here. This is such a great venue, and it brings so many people in this community together from volunteers, and like you said, so many visitors from outside the area. It's just an exciting place to be. Yeah, and I would say you probably have the best office in in and around Hall County. <laughs> <laughs> there are no complaints. If you're having a bad day, just walk outside. Um, right now we can hear the birds and watch the lake, and it is, it's just such a serene and calming location. Um, there's just no place else like yeah, it here. Yeah, there really isn't. Mm -hmm. You moved from Savannah to here. Were you, were you looking to get involved in something like this when you moved here, or did this just kind of happen I mean how did you so you you started at the chamber I did and through my work at the chamber I became familiar with the venue I volunteered here for several events that happened here the chamber had an event here some years ago in 2016 we had the 20-year 
anniversary of the Olympics, and so I served on the committee that planned a big celebration here. It was called Rio on the Water, and that's really where I got sucked in mm -hmm. to the park and um, the people that work here. And when the job came available, I jumped right on it. Yeah, it is everything she said about this location and uh, the the environment around here is absolutely dead on. There, there's been a number of, of changes or improvements, if you will, to the race course here, the grandstand. We did in 2016 went through a huge capital campaign, uh, capital improvements here, where we added a handicap ramp, handicap access to the tower, and restrooms in the tower, mm -hmm. which if you think about it back for the Olympics, there were no restrooms in here. So when the officials needed to excuse yeah. themselves it took some time because yeah. they had to run across the street to use the restroom and back so uh, having those improvements has made a big difference and it's been able helped us get some additional regattas here mm -hmm. that maybe some officials didn't think this was the greatest place <laughs> yeah. before them yeah, because of that, that. <laughs> um, but definitely it's our water that brings the regattas this is 2,000 meters of flat straight water mm -hmm. and with the natural barriers we don't get a lot of um, waves mm -hmm. and so athletes across the world talk about this venue and love it we're one of the top three venues in the world because of the water I would 100% agree with that the the course that that we rode on at, at Clemson and, and uh, have been around to places like Chattanooga in our local southeast region a lot of us think well you know it's just all you need is you know a body of water big enough for you know eight lanes well no it's not just that because you have to have you have to have room for boats to get back and forth on the side of the race course and a lot of them and you have to have staging areas because you're while you have one race going on you're getting three usually two to three groups of other boats ready for the you know to get locked in so you move them on quickly and then once they're finished they got to have places to go and you got people on the docks and so there's all those things that are involved and to have that, all of that take place here and be kind of sheltered, like you were talking about, from being real choppy water, real right. open water, is very, very rare. So this is, uh, from, a, uh, from a water sport perspective, this is about as good as you're going to find uh, anywhere that, that I know of. Can you give us a little history prior to the Olympics? What was this? How did, how did this venue get started? Prior to the Olympics, this um, was known um, as Clark's Bridge Park. Um, there's a boat ramp here that was used all the time and is still used mm -hmm. 365 days a year. Um, there's also a beach and picnic areas. So that's primarily what this park was used for prior to the Olympics. The property itself is about 30, is about 35 acres, is that? That's correct. Is that about right? Yep. So it's a lot bigger than when you're just driving across the park and you see you know, the, the boat ramp on the one side and the boathouse on the other side, uh, there's actually 35 acres that is part of the park that is surrounding that, uh, which I guess a good bit of that is probably core property. Uh, it's all core property. All, it's all core property. <laughs> it is. I, I want to kind of segue. So excited, like we were talking about when I when we walked in, I, I got a sneak peek at something that is coming around the bend here. Share with us a little bit about some of the improvements, renovations, construction work going on in the upcoming years here. Sure. Over the last two years, we have been working with the Corps of Engineers on a master plan for the park. 
It took about 18 months to put together and to get approved by the Corps. And with that, we're going to add picnic pavilions, um, some sunshade over um, on the grandstand side, as well as new restrooms in the park. And the biggest thing is going to be a new boathouse. The boathouse that's currently there was built to be a temporary facility for the Olympics. It was built in 95, and um, it is a metal framed building um, that just is in need of a lot of attention and um, we're really excited. We have been working over the last few months putting together a design plan for a new boathouse and that's what you've been able to take a sneak mm -hmm. peek at today. And um, so with that are going to be improved facilities for athletes, which is our top priority. Um, the visiting athletes that come here bring in a lot of economic impact to our community, mm -hmm. and we want to keep the Olympic legacy um, alive here. And so we're adding some new facilities for them. But with that, we're also adding some meeting spaces, a ballroom, and a wedding venue. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited. Where the boathouse sits on Lake Lanier is the most amazing sunset that you could ever imagine. And so we knew that when we redid the boathouse, having a venue, um, a space that would be for weddings would be a priority. So we've got that in our plans. We're really excited. Yeah. So when I when I walked in to start getting the equipment set up to record, I saw that, you know, they've got the rendering on the side of the wall. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I mean, it is it's like a lodge. I mean, it's, it, it, this is not going to be for those of you in the, in the water sport, rowing, kayaking, this is not a, this is not a boathouse. I mean, this reminds me of something that you might see, you know, something up on the Charles. If you've ever been up to a uh, race up in Boston, they've got, you know, just these boathouses that don't look like boathouses. They look like uh, just stunning architecture and they have boathouses with them. Uh, same in Philadelphia. If you've been to boathouse row, uh, on the Schuylkill, that's a similar thing. This is going to be an absolutely incredible venue. Uh, do we have any idea when, best case scenario, completion time? This gonna, we talked about this is going to take about 18 months or so to build. Once we start building, it will be 18 months, but we're thinking um, completing our design plans and the permitting. Um, there may be some additional permitting that the Corps of Engineers is going to require. So we're thinking that process may take a year. So we're looking at two and a half to three years from now for okay. completion. Okay. Which is about right for this kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But we, um, we are beyond excited yeah. for the community and for visiting athletes and yeah. our own athletes that train here every day. Yeah. What's your what's your favorite part about what you do? Because you in the now you're you're transitioning now to something that has a a, a bigger scope uh, than just the the rowing or the Olympic venue here. You've met people from literally all across the world that come here. Most of us that that like to travel will never get exposure to all these people from all these places. Is there anything? you know, job, environment, whatever wise that just stands out as like, this is what I love most about what I do? It's the people. Like you said, we get visitors here from all over the world. Last year, when we hosted the World Dragon Boat Championships, we had um, teams from 15 countries here. 
And it was really phenomenal to just get to talk to them and visit with them and um, share our community with them. We have so many great things in Hall County and in Gainesville. Mm -hmm. So just having them here. But my favorite part about the job is the event planning. Mm -hmm. I love the events that happen here. Um, The water events as well as other types of events. It's just really just the perfect venue for really so many different types of programming and events. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's definitely my favorite. And a lot of those uh, events that are hosted here and those of us who are in the surrounding community, you start to see when the, the traffic influx starts to happen. You start to see trailers going around the, the uh, Jesse Jewel and stuff like that. But the, a lot of these are open to the public. There's people, people that are in the surrounding community can just come. They don't have to have anybody that's a friend or family member participating. But these are, are really great just kind of exposure elements for families to come out and watch, come out to race day, watch the teams compete. And while it's, while it's not a high octane thing, there's a lot of energy around the events that are here from dragon boats to rowing to kayaking and people who are in the, in the surrounding area that want to just come by and spend a half a day with their kids, just, you know, on the side of the grandstand or whatever, that's, that's open to the public, right? Yes, there are very few events that we have out here that are closed. Um, And the great thing is we have, you know, high-performance athletes that are Olympic-level athletes all the way down to your local, you know, company team Mm -hmm. that participates here in a team building or in a dragon boat festival. Um, You can come here and rent canoes, kayaks, paddle boards here. Um, We also have... Other types of um, sporting activities, we have um, wakeboarding championships every year. Just a few weeks ago, we had a wake skate championship. Hmm. That, was, that, to me, was a new sport, so it was really fun to get to see them here. So we have triathlons. So there's a lot of things here that, you know, people, not only can they come out and watch, but they can also find ways to participate mm-hmm. as well. And there's the, the, the boathouse itself. There's programs for people of all ages and, and levels that want to get involved or kind of get their toes wet, so to speak, in uh, kayaking, canoeing, dragon boats, all of those things. There's local clubs here at the boathouse that for somebody who's you know got a middle schooler that's tired of playing soccer and wants to do something different, it's a good way to burn off some energy, but uh, may give them a, a new passion to pursue for the you know the next few years of school. It is. We have youth programs. Um, with both the Canoe Kayak Club and the Lake Lanier Rowing Club. And most of those do start, like you said, at the middle school level. And it is a great non-traditional sport for kids to get involved in. Mm-hmm. So if they don't want to play football or basketball or baseball, they should come out and try kayaking or rowing. Mm-hmm. Um, these kids here that train and um, practice here every day, they are just a great group of kids to be around. They love the water. Um, they get to travel. So it's really uh, it's really great for young young athletes. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of how I got started because I, I started in ninth grade and I had played uh, travel soccer, travel baseball, if you don't play year round and you don't, you know, do things like that, then you don't get a whole lot of playing time. And I just, I knew that was kind of where I was at. And so, but I wanted to do something for, for high school, for athletics. So I started rowing and, and honestly, pretty much everybody that I was rowing with was in a very similar situation where 
everybody's coming in relatively new. They don't have any experience. And so everybody's kind of on that same playing field, uh, whereas maybe other sports, somebody's been playing for their whole life and going to all these camps. And for parents that are listening that would just like a great kind of easy invite activity where literally nobody starts out good. You know, it's like everybody starts out at the same level. So. Right, and there's programs depending on if your kid just wants to do it recreationally, they can do that. But if they want to continue to improve and improve and become a high-performance athlete, they can. So really, um, to, no matter what level your kids want to be at, there's something here for them. Yeah, yeah. Any particular memory stand out as like one of your best memories here? Oh, wow. There's so many memories here. Um, you know, I have a couple of events, obviously, that are really special to me that I love. I loved the World Dragon Boat um, Championships last year. Um, I love the Lake Show, which is a big concert series that we have in partnership with the John Gerard Foundation every year. Mm -hmm. I love that event because it brings out so many community members. Mm -hmm. um, and I love to see the local community enjoying the park. So those are t probably two of my favorite. Um, we've had some real interesting events here. Um, a few years ago, we had um, an EDM music festival here, which was really interesting. That was something I'd never experienced before. So um, there's definitely something for everyone here. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got things that happen on a regular basis here. I think it was Friday night. Is it Friday nights? We do. We have um, once a month, it's the second Friday of every month, Food Truck Friday. Food Truck Friday. And it is fantastic. We'll have, you know, 1,500 people come out. We have food trucks, um, craft beer vendors, um, retail vendors, and we'll have live music. So And you're on the lake. And you're on the lake, so it's perfect. Yeah. Yes, we've we've really um, this year. I've called this the summer of live music here because with food truck Fridays we have live music. We have wind down Wednesdays where we have music, and then we you have just a got couple some people's of attention. Yes, wine Wednesday, the last Wednesday of every month. It's so fun. So with all of that here, are there any anything other than the lake that is like one of your favorite things to do, places to be here in the North Georgia area? Oh, gosh, there's so many really great things about this area. Um, you know, we have a great art community. Mm -hmm. the, Quinlan, the Quinlan Visual Arts Center is a wonderful venue. Uh, the Northeast Georgia History Center is wonderful. Um, there's the Parks and Rec Department has beautiful parks mm -hmm. um, throughout the city. Um, so there's just a lot of outdoor activities yep. that you can do in this area. From a recurring event perspective, what are some things that we we host here on a regular basis that uh, for those of uh, people who may be listening to this, you know, in a week or six months down the road, they can kind of look on their calendars. You know, we have recurring here at the at the property. Sure, we have a bunch. We have um, several regattas that are recurring every year. We have the John Hunter Regatta, which is rowing. Mm -hmm. That happens in the end of March every year, and that brings um, college and high school teams from around the southeast. It's a huge event. Yeah, there's a ton of people here for a that. A ton. And then at Memorial Day weekend every year, we host the ACRA Championships. That's the American Collegiate Rowing Association. And that brings teams from across the U.S. here. So um, that is really exciting to come and watch. So if you have mm -hmm. a favorite team, it's 
pretty likely that they're going to be yeah, here competing. If, if you're for depressed ACA. from college football being gone, <laughs> you know, exactly, you can come and cheer on your favorite <laughs> yes. team here. Um, we host the um, Boys and Girls Club Rubber Duck Derby every year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lake Show with the John Gerard Foundation that mm-hmm. we already talked about. Um, the biggest event that we host every year is the um, Lake Lanier Hong Kong Dragon Boat Festival. It is the first weekend in September of every year. We just had it a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That brings about 7,000 people to this park in one wow. day. We had 83 teams, wow. um, and there are different categories of teams. Some are very competitive. Some are just groups of friends that get together, so <laughs> it's really fun. There are about 14 categories that win prizes, but it is a huge um, Asian cultural festival, and so we have vendors here, and it is just a lot of fun. Yeah, there's some good eating. Good eating. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. With all these all these people coming on a regular basis, and then we have other things that may not be uh, annual recurring, but there's things here all the time. Is there any kind of gauge for the the economic impact for the greater community based on that? We do. We do an economic impact study every year. Um, last year, we had a six million dollar economic impact Whoa. to Gainesville Hall County. Um, the Dragon Boat World Championships by itself for the one week that it was happening here was $1.4 million. Oh, my gosh. So on an average, our, you know, depending on because we have some recurring events that only happen every other year, but our annual impact is typically between 4 and $6 million. Wow. So, so if you're a local business owner, you need to come give this woman a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe a gift certificate. But, but, uh, you didn't hear from me, but maybe. <laughs> but, but it's really fun. Like if you're down on the downtown square when yeah. the teams are here for these regattas, that you'll see them around town. They're staying yep. at our hotels. They're eating at our restaurants. They're buying gas. They're shopping. Um, I remember it was so funny when we had the world championships here last year. The guys from Brazil were posting pictures all over Facebook from the Academy Sports Store. They were like, this is the greatest place ever. So um, we know that they went shopping. So it's really fun, um, especially when people come from other countries that maybe don't have as much retail as we have here. So it, it was really fun to see them enjoying it. That's funny. That's funny. Before we wrap up, one of the things that I like to do is called lightning round, which has nothing to do about anything. And I had two, I have two music questions, but I'm only going to do one. I was waiting to see what the weather is going to be like. So we're going to do the happy music question. Hmm. All right. I've titled this Whitney Houston. So which Whitney Houston song are you more likely to get caught singing at the top of your lungs while stuck in traffic? I want to dance with somebody or how will I know? How will I know? Yes. For sure. And honestly, as I was reviewing the, the questions this morning, I had that song stuck in my head the entire time I was driving here. <laughs> now I'm going to have it stuck in my head the rest of the day. I'm sorry for everybody listening. You're welcome. It's such a great <laughs> song. You can find it on Spotify, I'm sure. So, Gotta love Whitney. Yes. Okay, so how do people find out about upcoming events? Do you have social media, especially with the the new um, the Olympic Park renovations and the construction uh, as as people get engaged with that and want to check progress on on that or summer camps or any of that stuff how do they find like us on facebook 
um, Lake Lanier Olympic Park, and also our website. We keep a thorough calendar that has our events as well as what's happening at Lanier Canoe Kayak Club and Lake Lanier Rowing Club. Our website is lakelanierolympicvenue.org. lakelanierolympicvenue.org and the Lake Lanier Olympic Venue on Facebook. Is that the name of it? It's Lake Lanier Olympic Park Olympic on Facebook. Park. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, Robin, I know you're extremely busy, so I don't want to take up any more time. I greatly appreciate it, and I'm Thanks going to out. cry a little bit on my way away from your office because you have the best office. <laughs> This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live.